gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to the first ever midlife punk podcast, Mass Debate! Then will come when the sum is forty-one. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is um, an episode that was created by accident uh, because somebody <laughs> shared a Simpsons meme in the Facebook group, and all hell broke loose. Um, so we decided to put this argument to bed once and for all. This is a midlife punk podcast premiere, first ever mass debate where we are going to have a civilized conversation and um, respectfully. Uh, explain our views on 2001 um album by top canadian lads uh some 41 uh with the album all killer no filler brave title i think you'll agree uh, and that's the issue we're going to try and put to bed we've got two teams team killer who believe that the album is wall-to-wall start to finish uh grade a material and then we've got um all filler basically two people that fucking hate it uh, and on team killer We've got uh, a returning guest from quite a while ago now, Alan from Hassel. Hello, Alan. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Back okay. from uh, back from Lucky episode thirteen, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I was trying to remember what episode it was. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm trying to apply some science to this, so I'm going to ask everyone this question: How old are you, Alan? I am thirty four. Thirty four. Noted. Uh, and then also on Team Killer, we've got Connor Yates uh, from the band Skiv. Coming out of southeast London, chicken shops everywhere. Uh, hello, Connor. Hello, hello. Relocated to southwest now, so you must know. But oh, no. yeah, moved in with the missus, so though she lives southwest, but London. It's fucking all the same shit, isn't it? <laughs> you said it, not me. Uh, how old are you, Connor? Twelve, obviously. No, I'm twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Fine. You'll see where my science is coming in in a minute. And then we go to the other side of the fence. Uh, and then um, we've got uh, young Mickey Waddington uh, all all the way uh, from up to Yorkshire. How you doing, Mickey? All right? Yeah, good, thank you. I noticed that you said I'm from Leeds. I was going to say I'm not certainly from Leeds. I'm actually from closer to Bradford. But, you know, well... They're about half a mile apart as it is. <laughs> I know Bradford's a lot closer to me. I'm in Howarth, so, yeah, but not Leeds. But anyway. Oh, well. What band? Oh, well, you in? Good, thank you. What band are you in now? Not really doing much, really. Just sort of doing a bit with my first band that I was ever in, just to keep playing, really. But I'm a bit too busy to commit to it properly, so not a great deal. Fine, understood. And how old are you, Mickey? Forty in about five weeks. Oh, you see, you see, this is where my data sets yeah. start to come together here, isn't it? Uh, 
And then last and by absolutely no means least, uh, the most recent guest on the podcast, uh, the creator of the ultimate promo video, where if you watch it, you see something new every time. Uh, it's Liam Ashcroft. How do you, mate? All right. Yeah, sounds absolutely sound. Um, it, it, it's a good, it's a good question to ask in terms of age because I think it will play a part in this. I, I do think this will play a part in this. Uh, I'm younger than I thought I was a couple of weeks ago. I thought I was 46, but the missus assures me I'm 44. So I gained two years a couple of weeks ago. So that's I'm quite happy about that. So yeah, um, I've heard of one year before people losing, but not two. Yeah, genuinely thought I was 46, and I was so happy. She was like, no, you are 44. You're 44 years years, years old. I was like, oh, great. I'll take it. I'll take it. Gen- <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and obviously, helping me adjudicate this debate is is young uh, Niall McMammogram, as he's now known. <laughs> Hello, good evening, and welcome. Okay, so, in the classic debate format. I'm uh, fine, uh, thanks for asking. I've already spoke to you. No, no. Yeah, well, the rest of the people haven't. I'm fine, everybody. Good to hear. Good to hear that now. It is good to hear. (laughs) Because I'm good at this, I and genuinely, this is true. I don't have a view on this record. I didn't at the time. I was much too punk rock by then. Mm. Much too punk rock to listen to it uh but i've revisited over the past few days and i've got some thoughts but i'm still largely ambivalent so i am able to be convinced niall you you, you're prejudiced in this aren't you no no okay fine no No. um i'm an impartial straight down the middle referee fine so please can we have from team but no, got your coin, Niall. Toss a coin. See who's going to give their opening statement first. All right. Heads, it's filler. Tails, it's killer. And it's heads. And I was going to say tails never fails, but... Uh, Clearly I'm... it does. <laughs> Half the time, apparently. It's what? <laughs> Half the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. 50-50 chance. Right, so... Who does that mean won it, Niall? I'm I'm hungover because I went to see the Real Mackenzies last night and it was strange. So who does that mean goes first, Niall? It's Killer, isn't it? Killer, yes. Right. Can a nominee from Team Killer give an opening statement, please, about why they love this album? Sure. Con- Connor, do you want to go first since you're, you're already coming off the heels of a great night out or uh, you want me oh. to take the reins here? Yeah, take... I need a cigarette again. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I'll jump in. I think, um, you know, Tom's little age experiment does uh, kind of show the hand a little bit of who about why, about who likes this and who doesn't. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest, if we're especially kind of dissecting whether, um, you know, the name is false advertising or not, I'm going to, I'm going to go the route and say that um, in my, especially for me now, looking at it, 20 years later that like the filler songs make the album even better than what the, uh, the singles do. Um, you know, especially if you look at, I mean, we'll, we'll get into songs later, but I'll say, you know, if you're really turned off by, Oh God, I don't know, like the faux hip hop rapping lyrics in, in fat lip or the cheesy, you know, almost nineties rom-com sort of soundtrack song that like into deep is, you know, you'll put on the songs that didn't make singles on that record. And you're like, Oh, this is just like a really solid, you know, pop punk, skate punk, whatever you want to call it. Like it's really solid in that, in that, you know, in that world. Um, and I guess like on one of the, ta- you know, sort of 
on like the tail end of like that sort of wave, I guess. Right. Like there weren't many other big bands of that style blowing up after, but uh, anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, I think just the, the foundation that it's built on really kind of makes it the, uh, puts it in the killer department versus the filler department. Oh yeah. Nice. Connor, would you like to add any supplementary points to that opening statement? We'll be back after a quick break. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all, we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, all right? Yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Damn, me, me, we all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We going to have this like, Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with now. This I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta lie, don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Points as well, but like just, I'm gonna be total nerd here. If you look at it, if you're a musician, you look at it from a fucking musical aspect as well. Like as he said, all the filler songs, like minor songs, that aren't singles and stuff. Really. For the time and like all all those pop punk bands were doing, really fucking like first song, fucking as like he said, we'll get into our songs. We're gonna go into these first song, nothing on my back. That's a seven four time signature. Like Blink weren't doing that at the time. Green Day weren't doing that at the time. All these other bands weren't doing that at the time. And like, there's so much things they add to it that other bands don't. And like, as I've gotten older and my theory of music has like gotten better as well, I've been listening to it more and more, and I'm like. I noticed something different about it every other week that I'm listening to. I'm like, oh shit, that's fucking really good. And like, yeah, the singer Derek writes all the songs, but if you look at every other member, particularly the bass player, all those bass lines, they're so fucking underrated and they don't get half as much credit as they should. And obviously they have the metal sound that they chuck in there as well. And that's to do with brown sound and man, the drummer as well. Like I was telling you, this guy's a fucking real estate agent now and I can't believe it. Like, he chucks in there are so stupid and ridiculous it's like something Travis wouldn't even think of or anyone in that time and mate, there's so much more I could go into like the filler songs you've got Handle This is like a slow ballad and like no one else was doing what they were doing at the time and it's a perfect segue like to their next album which is way more skate punk and punk rock and political and everything I feel like they jumped on the trend of Blink being a party band and all these other party bands coming up, but all these kids listening to it, but they drop all these political songs and then all these kids are thinking twice about shit. Yeah, I've said fucking enough. I've got more to say, but <laughs> you've got time. You've not got I time. Do, it's I not- do I do want to add one thing that really really makes me laugh about it. Like there's no other I can't think of any other punk bands that like sound nothing like the eighties metal like love that these guys had. Like they 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 took, they tried to take on the vibe and live out that fantasy, especially in those early music videos of like, you know, like the end of the fat lip video, they add on that little like cheesy eighties metal song at the end of it and stuff like that. And like, no one else was doing that, whether that's good or bad. I don't know. It's, it's funny at least. And like, you know, you see, I, you know, I don't know if this is what pulled me to it. Part of what pulled me to it when I was a kid, but like, you know, people in these, a lot of these other big bands are like from that time period, were like fairly attractive dudes and like, some 41, ah, jury's still out, I think, on that. So, like, just seeing, like, a bunch of kind of ugly kids from Canada who love, you know, Judas Priest and stuff like that, but they play pop punk was just, like, 
a fun formula. It's just, it's no one else does that and probably shouldn't. Helen again, exactly. Interesting. <laughs> right then, uh, Mickey and Liam, you have now got to trash these people's childhood dreams uh, by giving us your uh, uh, statement. <laughs> Well, have you got anything, Mickey? Have you got anything like, you know, kind of like an, an introduction or anything? I feel like if right. I get into it, I'm going to get into it, you know. Okay. Uh, you mean like short and snappy? We'll go for something simple. You've both said filler tracks. This album's called All Killer, No Filler. I think even you're admitting that this album is significantly, <laughs> or at least in part, filler. So by definition, it's now not All Killer, No Filler. And that's my main issue with it. It's not that I drastically hate all of this i remember it coming out and we'll, i see we'll go into songs later various bits of thought oh, this could be all right but all killer it is not so <laughs> fair point sustained i mean the out al- the album can't have 12 singles there's gonna be at least nine or ten songs that don't get played anywhere besides like you know your car stereo <laughs> I don't oh, know. i'm not talking uh killer as in like you know chart success because I guess they probably didn't realise quite how much they were going to get either and that's fair yeah. to say I think they just took a punt out after that first EP did whatever but you know I think one of the things that annoyed me at the time was the, the bravado which you know probably is fair enough all killer no I thought yes let's listen to all these songs for a start the first one's an introduction that's filler already skip get me off like <laughs> last song parody song yeah filler you know and then I mean there's a significant part where I, I mean I do realise to fair to Connor, because there's a lot more musical uh, knowledge and ability than me, that some of them just, they're just not memorable at all. Mm. So to me, it just falls massively on the scales of more filler, bit of killer. Um, yeah, and that's like, I, I'm with saying, um, and also as well, I will, I will, I will preface this with the, the fact that uh, I respect how much anyone loves any album. I would never want to kind of ever. Yeah remove anybody's kind of like you know it it, it 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 this is literally a personal opinion but i see the band itself as filler like i know that's that that's that's a really bold statement but they they are good musicians there's no doubt that they're good musicians um having been in a pop punk band in the 90s i was so sick of that sound by the time that came out and the the when you look at like skate punk bands and, and pop punk bands that were influenced by like other because they were late. I mean, they came along later. By that point, it was like, oh, come on, really? Are we doing this again? And um, and their songs are about being punk. The songs aren't about things. To me, it's a jacket that you can put on. It's a, it's a, um, and I'm not, I'm not doubting that they're having a nice time and, and and whatever. But to me, it is the epitome of hot topic. It's it's the epitome of here's here's my spiked hair that has no shade bits in it. So that I can go back to work on Monday and have the normal hair, and like, like it, it. As soon as I hear it, I tried to listen to Fat Lip. Um, I got about four seconds in, and like, it just reminded me of a really stagnant time in music where, because the thing is, like, other poppy stuff had happened to me. Don't get me wrong; I am one of those, one of those bellends who, who like likes kind of like you know arty, arty rock and post punk and stuff like that. But I also love pop punk, and like, you you had like. Um, at the time, you did have things like Saves the Day came out with like uh, Stay What You Are, which is an absolutely amazing record. And then even like things like Jimmy World had the pop aspect. And, it, you know, it might not be like a, a band that you think, oh, they're the most amazing band ever, but they had some kind of pop stuff going on at the same time as that. And what I felt, what, what, I, what I, I remember gnashing my teeth at the time thinking, and again, I will sound like an arsehole for saying this, but, but, but 
but I was like in 93 Crocodile God were doing like super fast like pop pop punk songs about like love and relationships and while other people were doing like you know maybe still grunge and and, and things like that and it felt like something a bit special and then when 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 Selfridges and Top Man got hold of it that's what that is to me that like and, and again yeah I'm an old kind of like you know like you, you know you could you could say like shut up you silly old man but but like it, it 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 I'm just being honest about where where that was for me at that time. And I remember the Kerrang channel wasn't out long, and I used to like hang out with my mums, and it was just on all the time. And every other song was that fat lip song, and to me again, it seemed like a jacket you could put on. Like it was like oh here's here's something that people who aren't punk can can listen to. Do you know what I mean? And that, and that's not me saying that people who listen to it aren't punk. It feels like busted to me. Like it feels like it's about. I'm in love with the girl with the pink hair. She's got a nose ring. And, like, you know, it's that kind of thing. And it's, it's really interesting to hear what Connor said as well about the, the political stuff coming afterwards. I'm, I will go and listen to that because, to me, it was it was utter inane blandness on the first record. And I will definitely go back and listen to where they where they, they went up to because, obviously, they were young and whatever. But they, they, uh, but, uh, and they were great musicians. It's not like you were talking about the drummer. The drummer kills on some of the, some of the songs you know what I mean like it, some of those fills are just insane um but again it didn't speak to me in any way it made me it made me think oh are we over this yet and I wanted to I wanted to squash it like a cockroach <laughs> although, although I'm vegan and I would never squash a cockroach do you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, anyway I'll shut up now that's kind of where I, I'm at I, 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 no, I've got to remain impartial for me they came at a weird time like mm. we'd had Green Day our age group, and then we'd had Blink One Eight Two, you know, just sort the of. Offspring. Yeah, Offspring were making. When was that? That was like ninety eight, wasn't it? Pretty Fly mm-hmm. for a White Guy. So they were yeah, just yeah. sort of a couple of steps behind for me yeah. in terms of timing. And like you said, Liam, you're like fucking hell, another one. Yeah. <laughs> Where are these come from? Never seen them anywhere, and they just they were... went boom. It feels think, like they were. Um... I was gonna say, I feel like they were like the last ones of that kind of wave because yeah. where like punk, where if you want to like you know kind of split hairs here, where punk and pop punk, at least what we called it, then you know where that kind of divided after that because then you know to put it in perspective, at least how what punk music in America was, you know that was around where Bush got elected, so there were a lot more political records coming out. Um, you know they did at least two political records after that. Um, and then, like, the other side was more bands like Newfound Glory, where, like, a lot of other punk people were like, oh, well, that's not punk. And, like, that's kind of where that that divide happens. So, like, it is – I can see how it could be jarring or, um, you know, it could it could wear on you if you've seen so many of those bands before as opposed to if you were 13, you're kind of getting it all at once, you know? Absolutely. Which is what I, yeah. which is what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Similarly, I think – you just mentioned there, interesting, Newfound Glory, their first ever UK show, I think, was at Leeds Cockpit. And I went – and I, I feel like that was, like, 99 as well so it's still a few years ahead and to me there's probably that it's not even the first album is it the second you found self-titled one you know quite fast sort of skate punk and it's quite good but after that they also fell in this trap of that sticks and stones album is awful you know it's just really all pop and it's all my friends over you and all that nonsense but i know that was there and all the other stuff before but it just, <laughs> it just felt a little bit better before and then it wasn't and I think that the important thing was, that, again, I think it was, you know, um, what, what like Liam was saying, that at that time as well, 
not a lot of my friends listen to punk, what I would call punk, whatever, you, whatever it would be around that time. A lot of them were more into sort of the metally stuff. But then some 41 were on the TV and the people said, oh, oh, I think I like this punk now. And I'm like, uh, I don't know mm. that that's it. And it's not for me to say what is or isn't because, you know, there's yeah. so many different types. But it was, that was definitely the MTV thing, Fat Lip, In Too Deep as well, obviously. But like and the bands that came around that time yeah, I would say are responsible for the pop so- explosion. With your with your newfound found glory as well, like what I was saying before, I like newfound glory in the sense that I'm not going to listen to them all the time, but they are some killer tunes. But yeah. they, but their songs were about things; they weren't about I've got a Mohican, I'm I'm the one you need to watch out for, I'm I'm the one wearing the jacket right now. If you know what I mean, it was it was still songs about like breaking up and things like that. So I think at some level that remains a little bit more. Um, like legitimate, and that might be cynical on my part. You know, maybe maybe I haven't invested enough time in 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 some in some forty one in that sense. But I, that's not something I probably would ever have thought I'd have said. But like, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but you know, with all the things that I've got going on in my life, <laughs> it's like you know, a fat bald and you know, dad. But like, uh, I um, some, yeah. some forty one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, like daughter, like leave me alone. I need to, dis- I need to think about this. Well, no, it's, it's. It, so I think you know, it's not necessarily the poppiness for me. Like pop, I love, I love like western and bracket, and you know, um, yeah. you know, like filthy, horrible, like saccharine stuff that would make you, you know, you know, I don't know, make you turn like explode into pink dust you know what i mean i, I love i love that stuff but uh, uh, again like, yeah, and, and also as well like um what alan was saying about the the, the, the time period there's definitely got to be something to, to in that because if you're like like if you're if you're coming at it from that that point if you're 30 i mean it's a no-brainer if you're 13 and you hear that you're gonna you're gonna love it if you have a proclivity for like liking guitar music and and energy and you know stuff like that and that's what i wouldn't want to take away from that some of my cynicism feels like um you know like rain and black rain over like uh, somebody else's pink cloud but it's but it, 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 i don't know how that analogy works but the the, the um that that uh, you know i, I get that I, I get that you know right. I'll up now. Yeah. i think uh we're gonna have a song now, and I think I'm 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 gonna give uh, I'm gonna bang the tack hammer now. Don't worry, I've got a I've got an ACDC coaster to, to push in the blow. Um, so so we're gonna have one of uh, Filler's tracks, and uh, you've picked both of the big singles, haven't you, lad? So so what do you want first, Fat Lip or In Too Deep? And then uh, we're gonna hey. talk about the singles. Oh. I want to hear that solo one more time. <laughs> I think I thought I picked um, handle this. Oh, banger! Well, no, I don't really. what he said one <laughs> or other, and I said, yeah, okay. no, that might be right. Yeah, do you know? What? I probably did say that. Now. You're probably right. I, th- I thought I'd confirm, but maybe I'd... no, I would not done. Well, Either. Alan's already Alan's potentially picked handle this. So no, go oh, ahead. Well, um... we'll, we'll, have, we'll have three filler then. <laughs> Yeah, go. You can, you can play if you want. I think "Handle This" is a single, technically, so you can play. Is it? It. Fine. Yeah, well, I'll we'll handle on. this. Then we're going to talk about the singles.
really going to listen to it. Sorry, Mickey, it's your first time. I'm not going to sit and listen. Oh, I was just going to bond with Liam over it and just have a little... <laughs> but I like what he did there. I feel him. <laughs> All right, so that was uh, Handle This, the lovey-dovey uh, soft lad ballad from the album. I did listen to that on the dog walk today, so, so doing my homework uh, whilst being productive. The singles then, to the best of my knowledge, I'm, it was news to me that Handleless was a single. I thought there was uh, Fat Lip, Into Deep and Motivation. According but, to Wikipedia, it's a single. I'll say that. <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it was here, perhaps in the States. I I, I don't know. Let's start with Fat Lip, and because and, that was the one that broke them, wasn't it? I always, when I was young and aloof, I found it a bit cringe uh, and a bit, you're trying too hard, but now I'm older and I'm fatter and more boring. I can see that they're not taking themselves seriously at all, Mm. (laughs) which I've got respect for now. Yeah. Because yeah, I was I, taking myself too seriously. <laughs> yeah, I can. So there's, there's loads of things that I would that, that I did, I wouldn't have given the chance back in the day, and like I, I've gone back and gone. Do you know what? If I hadn't have been so kind of up my arse trying to be the most credible person around, I would have actually quite liked that. If I hadn't have been trying to be, you know, Mister Cool or whatever. So like, so you know, the, there's loads of stuff I revisit now. Now that I'm obviously not cool, so, like, so it's, you know, it, it, there's loads of stuff that I'll just give like another chance to, even if it's one song off a off an album or whatever, like a single or something. I mean, that doesn't extend to the killers. I still hate the killers, but um, yeah. Understandable. Mm. Fair. <laughs> we'll, we'll, do a, we'll do a podcast on them another day. I'll have a view on them. Uh, Alan, being, being, being over there stateside, was yeah. Fat Lip the summer anthem that it was? I mean, yeah, it was it was really big. I mean, I remember being in high school and, you know, that was like people were writing those lyrics like in Sharpie on their backpacks and stuff. No one knew what the fuck casualty of society really means, but <laughs> they still did it. Um, so, yeah, it was it was pretty huge. I mean, that was like blowing up that summer. And um, yeah, I mean, it was on it was on TV all the time, you know, Um Looking at it now, like you said, like the cringe part, the things I still cringe at is when like they sort of pseudo rap in like the verses. That's kind of, you know, yeah. take it or leave it. But, you know, it's of the time. So it's it's fine. <laughs> What's funny as well, it's literally, I, I love it and everything, but there is a Beastie Boys song. They've literally ripped off the from it as well. There's a Beastie Boys song. Like it literally just for the whole three minutes or whatever. And then you listen to Fat Lip, you're like, you literally took a Beastie Boys riff and made it into a song. But then again, it goes back to age. And like, I was 10 in 2005. So all this shit had already passed me. But by the time I was like, able to know what was going on on TV, I'm like, wow, this is the coolest thing ever. They're rapping over rock. <laughs> Hang on, you weren't you weren't there in two thousand. You weren't there for the for the Sum Forty One explosion. It was the year I left school, actually. So that makes a lot of sense that you weren't there. I was, but I was like six. So, <laughs> but I can't believe God. I've just heard. I know exactly which Beastie Boys song you're talking about. It's off Hello Nasty, and I've never made that connection before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, yeah, is it Remote Control? I'm not sure. I know the sample. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go find that. Yeah, I, I know that record fairly well, and it, I, yeah. it's not ticking the box in my mind. So we can add like plagiarism the... to the list of crimes. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's either Super Disco Breaking or 
remote control. I, I could be, I'm sure it's them. Bastards. Stealing bastard. No, not really. Um <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so that 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 was the big single. Like I say the rapping I find maybe a bit much. I I don't feel as though the lyrics are particularly heartfelt. I feel like they've been crowbarred in. But it's clear they were trying to write a party anthem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It goes back to like it roped a lot of kids in, be like, oh, this is what's this is what's going on right now. And then there's so many fucking like you got Mr. Amsterdam on fucking does this looking fake like political anthem, just what the fuck's going on? And no, make time think. Like I know I did, because I went from I would find that band and be like, listen to their if I find a new band, I listen to everything from their first fucking record to their last. So when I was a kid going through that, like, all right, yeah, yeah, this is the party one. And I go to the next one, like, oh, this is some fucking deep shit. Like made me actually fucking think at such a young age as well. But I wasn't there. I wasn't a teenager at that time, but still like imagine the kids who were like different fucking story. But yeah, yeah, there you go. (laughs) I was, I was like prime, prime target for it, I guess, because I was 16. Uh, But yeah, I was, I was much too cool and already and and tranched in 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 in, mm. in pop rock uh by then. Let's talk about, as I think Alan said, the rom com anthem uh <laughs> in too deep. And then something that put me off the band when I was younger is my mum came home from the gym and said, Oh, have you seen have you heard that song in too deep by that band Sum 41? I really like it. So I was like Mm-mm. Uh, I think my mum loves them immediately, Uncle. <laughs> yeah, my mum absolutely loves them. Like literally, like my mum absolutely loves. Them. Like, like I said to you, she could have been on this this uh, this episode because she she loves some forty one. Like literally, like it's one of her favourite bands. So Thanks. you know, it's it's mum rock. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Not dad rock, even worse than dad. Even worse. <laughs> you know, she's like, she's like, you know, she's like, I'm a mom is an amazing cook as well. So she'd be like, kind of like making some kind of amazing food. So, like, I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> right, you have 10 more years and, it, and it's nan rock, then, you know, it's even worse. <laughs> nan <Nah>, rock. <laughs> have a good day at school. Don't become a casualty of society. Yeah. <laughs> I want nan. Wink. Well, they, <laughs> the other thing is as well, like I was, so I, I've tried to explain to my mom, I said, listen, you know all this shit that people are playing now, this is the stuff that we were playing back then. And she was like, yeah, but you were shite. I'm like, all right, yeah, nice one, do you know what I mean? Like, so let's, so like, <laughs> you know. Oh, well. She thinks you're a casualty of society, that's for sure. Well, exa- exactly, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, as well, um, other women in my life that have mentioned it, uh, the current Mrs. Sidwell said, um, Oh, it's just the whole thing just reminds me of American Pie, the films. It is that kind of thing, though. It, it is, yeah. and there's no getting around that. It is to me, to me, and again, it is that thing to me. It's the jacket that you can put on. You can get, you can say like, okay, I want to be this kind of like. Again, it's it's the spiky hair without the shave bits. It's the, you know, it's the, you know, and I, I get it. We like we've all got to go to work and stuff. Like we do, we do have to do those things and. You know, but it, it, to me, to me, that's kind of you know, that's kind of you know what it feels like. It feels like a very uh, contrived and not very real kind of like party thing. It's like something that would be on a rom com. It's like that's kind of how, how it feels to me. Whereas Definitely there's actually a little happen. bit of danger in some of the old poppy records. So I wouldn't say danger, but it's but it's going against. But like if you listen to some of the some of the Descendant stuff, 
I would have descended to like um, amazing pop. You go even further, the Misfits. You listen to how poppy the Misfits are and what they're singing singing about. That's dangerous pop music. Do you know what I mean? That's really dangerous pop music. It's it's um, it's pop music that's really going to piss loads of people off. And to the point now where, like, I, li- I listen to it back now and I think, like, wow. Like, that. you know, I'm, I'm a dad now, so I'm kind of like, whoa. Like, you know, and I love them. They're one of my favourite bands. Like, but it's, it's kind of like, um, I think, wow. Like, you can see how much, like, a parent would be like, whoa, yeah. what are you listening to there? And whereas... This is kind. Of, this is kind of like the opposite. Again, the opposite. People's mums like it, you know. I don't know. I think it definitely comes hand in hand with all that American pie stuff, like you say. Like instead of it being, like, I don't know, you don't want to say like punk on the sort of outside, but then it all getting really mainstreaming, all hand in hand. Like so you can buy the soundtrack, you can watch the film, you can buy the t-shirt, you can go to the walk tour in your board shorts and your visor and your sunglasses, and it. I know what you mean. At the time, I'd have killed to look like half of those guys, but I didn't. I was in England and it was cold and wet. But, you know, it, it definitely appealed to people. And, you know, you think, oh, God. It, it, I imagine it'd be like a Woodstock 99 documentary. If you'd have put it a few years later, it wouldn't have been Limp Biscuit on that stage. It'd be one of these guys that'd be causing the thousands of people would have been going to it, all mm. there, gene up. But, you know what I'm saying? It's the look changed. It wasn't about leather jackets and spikes and boots, but it was now a different type of punk where. You know, like you said, coming that uniform thing again, Liam. I think you probably hit yeah. it on the head. But it's and again coming back to n- not being unfair to the, the, the younger kids. You know, myself included. I was you know, only probably 17, 18 as well. But you know, when it's in the films, on the TV, in the posters, in the magazines, you can't get swept up by it. Like this is really exciting. You know, but that's what happened. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I kind of watched it and thought. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, so and also as well, what a toxic culture from back then. I mean, like, what an absolutely toxic culture. Like, I don't, I'm not. No time. We're going, we're going, we're going. Like, I am branching out a bit there, but again, it reminds me of being at the time being like really disgusted by some of the things that people were accepting as, you know, like um, funny. Like, the, the, there were there were just horrible things in those in, in in that era. There was like the, you know, yeah. Obviously, we don't want to go into that too much, but again, I. I you know, I started to feel a bit of a disdain for kind of how punk was related or being like like punk was being kind of co-opted by a very, very mainstream um like contingent of chads, you know, and 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 stuff like that. And it was like, you know, and like you know, these yes. party people who were who weren't really kind of uh, socially aware in any way, but they but this was what they this is what, what they kind of had as their new um, aesthetic and their new their new sound kind of thing. So I think that that's as I say being older, that's stuck in my you know my craw a little bit. You know, but then that yeah. kind of like age, like look at Motley Crue and like the glam metal, and they're like, oh, I do drugs and all of this shit. That's horrendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean about the sort of time period and the sort of jocks and the the bros co opting a lot of it, like. Yes, yeah, so some punk gigs or, or alternative gigs I wouldn't have wanted to go to. I can only ever imagine that, like, Limp Biscuit and places like that was just wall-to-wall wankers. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but I, I didn't get that vibe with with some 41. They definitely looked too weak and nerdy and... Had bad skin and yeah and, and yeah and I'm not I'm not trying to suggest that they, they were no like no that. no sure they were totally sure they were totally cool and they and like like nice people and stuff and, and that that but but I think again it, it reminds me of that whole era like Blink One Eight Two and stuff 
like um like what uh, one of the in fact the rest of Mug Smasher just love Blink One Eight Two like they, they just love them um and they I take the piss out of me because I hate them like like I can't stand it but again it takes me back to a time when I was like why is everyone stealing what we what what we were doing and and turning it into something a bit kind of like trite and and pointless like I, I always thought like the poppy aspect was something of a rebellion against like bands like kind of like the 80s metal stuff um, and you know things like that it was it was I mean they were they all had like the poppy elements to them and stuff but again it was it was it was saying look we're not like ultra kind of tough guys you know we're going to play this kind of really soppy kind of music but it'll be upbeat and it'll be fast and it'll get you going and it'll get your energy you know going get your blood pumping and like and I and again I, I love 80s metal like I do, I do love 80s songs I mean you obviously have to, put, have to put some things aside in order to listen to some things do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. my my favourite artist of all time ever is Michael Jackson but I'm never going to listen to <laughs> Michael Jackson ever again do you know what I mean? It's, it's, so it's yeah, yeah, but it's it's one of those things like certain things you have to just kind of you know you, you, we all evolve we all we all go through these things um, but but yeah so I think it's just I'm not necessarily saying that they were like that but it it, it was definitely a time where yeah. things were like rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're lumped in with all that sort of stuff that was going on at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, I think we need to talk about probably my favourite of the singles motivation best single mate best single because that doesn't fall into the party rock anthem mum rock territory well i guess it does for liam's mum probably like one of my favorites (laughs) if i I chose it would have been that but oh my god what that's that's probably for me the standout one Mm -hmm. decent no no gimmicks even the the video was quite stripped back as well wasn't it none of these Crowds of kids in a skate park. It was a straight up punk. Yeah, man. love it. No, yes. Do you enjoy motivation? Yeah, I love. It. I don't know if you're talking to me, but I love it. I was talking to Niall. Yeah, but he just went, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking desperate to chip in because you're a killer, aren't you? All the way through. I'm impartial, straight down the line. <laughs> you can't just sit there looking angry. I'm you're not like, looking angry. This is my default are. state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so they were the three, the 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 three main singles, and the, and then handle this. I think we're going to have another song now, and then we're going to uh, wow. discuss the live experience for anyone that's seen it. I'll bang my tack hammer just for because otherwise it's a waste of time getting it out. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> right. Can I have one of the uh, killers song choices, please? Um. Go for Crazy Amanda Bunkface. Crazy Amanda Bunkface, coming up just for you. Don't know what you've really got. It's hard to stay and not pretend. Can't make sense in what you thought. Seems I can't comprehend. I'm happy to be only all that you see. And I'm not one to learn to be the same. I don't want to hear you bitch no more. I was better off a year before. No matter how I try, I can't ignore. Every time I think my brain is sore, why I'm with you. What's so hard about goodbyes? I'm sorry, I'm just not as keen. I'm planning out our perfect lives when I'm only 19. 
crazy Amanda Bunkface uh, again by some 41, obviously, because that's what we're fucking talking about. Um, why did you, Connor Yates, choose that particular track to play? Well, one of the best on the album. Like, I don't know, when I was talking about it, the, well, when we, we were talking about the filler tracks before, I put up quotation marks, even not singles. Every song's a motherfucking killer, but that one in particular, fucking just oh my god! In two and a half minutes, there are four key changes in that song. That shit starts in G major, and then you got a little middle eight where it goes have a little breakdown, and that goes to E minor, which is technically the relative minor of G major. I'm flexing my music knowledge here. Wow! Right after that, into a little middle eight that goes to D, and then back to A. For the last chorus and i'm just like again no one was doing that at the time out of all of those bands like they might have like yeah you had blink and travis barker with his fucking insane fucking beats but like i mean other aspects like key wise musicality like that song fucking just blew me out of the water especially when i was like when i got to college i started learning a lot more about music free again age comes into this so this was all out before i even had a fucking thought in my head and then i grew up and Every time I listen to it, I would notice something different. Like, oh, his bass lines are good in this. But the amount I've noticed in that song is just, for its time, I think, anyway, like, fucking ridiculous. Like, no one was putting fucking four different keys. It's very cheesy to put a key change in a song. And it's usually just, yeah, we'll go one step up at the end. And then these guys are just like, no, we're going to do, like, four. <laughs> just for the fucking sake of it. And, well, there's, um, three, there's three drummers. Uh... I was going to say the same thing, Tom. I was like, he knows there's three drummers on this podcast. He's gone, I know. I'll dazzle them with key changes. They'll know nothing about this. They don't know nothing. Could be too, you could be making it up. We wouldn't know. It probably is. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Liam's got an inside track into the uh, world of melody. Uh, and obviously, Alan's going to be well-versed in keys and changes thereof. Um, I have lots of keys. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> all, have, all the alphabet. Whole alphabet. That's right. Key. Yeah, yeah. House key, garage key, got all the keys. <laughs> Mark Croft loves a key change. We argue about key changes quite a lot. He loves a good key change. I am not in favour of it. Well, as you said, Connor, the, the straightforward, <laughs> just take it up one step and do the higher cut. Oh, but Mark Croft loves them. Absolutely loves them. But it doesn't yeah. affect you. Why would you care? <laughs> Let him get on with it. <laughs> Well, it's when you have to move to the right symbol, isn't it? When it goes higher, then you're back to the high up. Exactly. <laughs> so we do. Like, oh, that basically love high hat, maybe a bit of open trash. <laughs> right, we're getting off topic here. Key changes, brilliant. Some forty-one, good at them. Has anyone ever seen some forty-one execute these key changes or any of their other songs in the live arena? Uh, not me personally, but there's a shitload of videos of that song, so I've seen it online. But I, I saw, I've seen them once back in October, and it was for their uh, "Does This Look Infected" anniversary tour. So mostly songs from there, but I've not seen it. But videos of them doing this shit live, and I'm just like, uh. but like I say, you can do an easy key change where you're here in G on the first fret, and then go up to here. But no, they go for the benefit like, of the tape. Uh, Connor's pretending to play a guitar here. You what? Because yeah, the people can't see you doing your guitar, and then uh, yeah, me, me. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I, I saw them live once uh, in a festival setting, and I, I 
I was in a bit of a state. You may be surprised to hear. You may not be. Um, and uh, yeah, I needed storage that day, kind of big time. And I, uh, I saw them, and I can I can remember seeing them on the big screen, and they were doing like synchronized jumps. And I think they played Motivation. I saw that. I don't remember a lot else about it, if anything at all. I was passing by. Have you, you remember seen the synchronised jumps, though, mate? Like, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, you remember the synchronised jumps. That really had a moment in time, didn't it? Like, yeah. Um, well, I was I'll just say- thinking, it's like MXPX responsibility and all those ones that came that are sort of around time as well. They're all the... Dun, 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 dun. It's like, oh, so he did that. Yeah, you know. I fucking love it. Trivia. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like I might have seen them at a festival, but not recollect it enough either, Tom. So I'm in a similar sort of time. Um, they'll have done a few Leeds fests around that time, won't they? And yeah, that, was where, that was where I saw them, yeah. Leeds. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I may or may not have. Uh, so I'll have to say no. <laughs> but you know what? Those fucking jumps, some trivia for you. Watch all their fucking documentaries they've got. Shit, like, even before they had All Killer out, they've got, like... A good hour and a half, than just doing bollocks. But like, they used to fucking hey, crack their jumps. I've just done well, like an album. Like oh, a rock. <laughs> Sorry, we have got the eleven-year-old opinion. He says the album sucked ass. Downstairs, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, he won there in two thousand and one. Like father, <laughs> like son, though I guess. Uh, Alan, you were going to say. About the the jumps, but have you yeah. ever seen them? I was yeah, I was gonna say I've, I saw them. Um, most recently, I saw them over the summer. I was also in a state. The state was New Jersey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I couldn't resist. Um, but I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you now. In 2022, last year, uh, far fewer synchronized jumps. Um, you can oh, blame that blame that on age, maybe on yeah. bad bad knees. I don't know, but um, there were a few fewer jumps this time. But they're still there. Yeah. They still do it. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I remember the fucking Derek had, like, alcohol poisoning at one point. Like, there was one album, fucking, I mean, one, not great ones, Screaming Bloody Murder. And I remember watching the documentary for that as well. And there's a fucking good three-foot pyramid of Jack Daniels bottles. And he's like, yeah, we had all this when we were doing the album. And then, like, a couple of years later, it's like, Derek Wibley, his, his liver has failed from alcohol oh, poisoning. Fucking yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> they look like one of those things off Cocoon, you know, like when they're all with it at the end. Like, like I thought the guy was definitely going to die. You know? <laughs> he did. Oh, man, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, I mean, it, in fairness, I'm glad he's not dead, like, but he, he looked pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. He did look, he, when he was just like grossly like obese. Yeah. Uh, and that was after his marriage to uh, the glorious queen of punk rock, Avril Lavigne, was um, on the yeah. rocks. Hey, uh, how have we gone this long without without mentioning Avril Lavigne? <laughs> yeah, it took a while, yeah. We're like forty five well, minutes we in because we didn't really talk about Handleless, which is basically an Avril Lavigne song, isn't it? Just done by four guys instead. That, that's I wonder if they knew each other then, you know. And she wrote it. Maybe that's why they fell out. She's like, "You never credited me for that shit song you did." And he was well, like, no. <laughs> Derek used to have a lot of her songs. So on her first, I think second album, actually, there's a three or. Two or three songs that he's written for her, and one sounds exactly like "Handle This." I can't remember the fucking name, but I'll find it. And I'll send it to you. But... I knew it. I absolutely knew it. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, the... but it just goes to show, doesn't it, that you know, good cook does 
can spoil the brothel because didn't Josh Freeze drum that album as well? Which you know, you put all these good things in there, you know, it don't always come out well, does it? Well, I, yes, I will give them this thing though that they that that album, the all killer no filler came out before before the genre was Travis Barker the genre. Yeah, I had to check that as Liam. I had to check that because I would I was sure in my mind that um, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket was before it, and it wasn't, was it? Same year. So I was like, I was like, Blink have got a lot to answer for it. One actually, them. It was I think some forty ones was a bit before. Yeah, and it's it's like, that, that's the genre now, isn't it? It's like it's, it's Travis Barker, the genre. What kind of music are you into? I'm into Travis Barker. But, like, it's, you know, but now he's a Kardashian, he's dead to me. <laughs> but, so, yeah, he, 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 I mean, in fairness to him, if he got nothing else out of this career, the short, ugly lad from Canada did actually not only get to have it off with, but be married to Avril Lavigne. <laughs> So, is that when he stopped having it off with once he got in? <laughs> I've never been married, but I hear that's how it goes. He's dating <laughs> model now or something stupid. I can't remember who it is, but 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 yeah, you know, uh, it's play like to the lad for that. Sure, it's not his money, is it? <laughs> she had money of her own. She was the queen in. No, her no, own I mean, that's what I mean, well, yeah, no, fair play, fair play. She had. But then, I mean, I mean, then if we're gonna if we're gonna discuss, I mean. What did what did Nickelback have to bring to the to the to the party? What did their uh, Chad, whatever his name is, what what like uh, you know? Freddy Kroger. A, a nickel is worth more than forty one. <laughs> 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 That's good. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, look, I, we've we've mentioned their musicianship. Um, back. Oh my god! Fuck everyone. Nickelback are hard, and I will fuck you. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't go, I, like, I can't even entertain that idea, Connor, I'm afraid. That's dad rock, <laughs> isn't it, Nickelback? Well, the weird, the, the we're not talking about, about, about fucking Nickelback. Stop talking about Nickelback. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was going to go on a, a rant then, I, I actually was, it's a good job you stopped me. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, so let, let's talk about, then, um, the... Right, so, so we've established how we felt about it now. Have you... You filler boys, have you uh, had a change of heart uh, about it at all since revisiting it in preparation for this? Is there anything that surprised you? Funnily enough, the one bit that I did like even back then is the bit that you've all really slagged off. I actually liked Fat Lip when it first came out, and I was really thinking, all killer no filler, there's this new band that are going to be like, Beastie Boys meets you know, pop, you know, pop punky sort of stuff, whatever. And there'll be a bit of metal in there. And there was one song. And I was like, I I don't know what it would have sounded like, but the me at the time thought the album I want to hear is them doing the, that. maybe not quite as cringy lyrics as Fatley, but I mean, I know I'd like to say party song, whatever, but doing Beastie Boys sound out. Because if you see the Beastie Boys live, they'll do, or did, they did a band set, they did rap set, they did, they did it all in one. So it wouldn't have been impossible for these guys to come out and have a whole set of songs where they're all singing the little bits, doing the metal guitar twiddly things, and they're doing the punk rock stuff as well. It could have been really interesting. Gets the album, there's an intro, multiple parody songs, songs that I can't even remember, and then that one that I was like, oh, I kind of hope to get that. And even when I listen back to it, you know, for, in preparation for this, I still kind of like Fat Lip, I don't mind it. It's just the abundance of not memorable stuff on there that filled me, left me in filler. You know, I, I think Mickey made a, a, great, a great point there with the Beastie Boys because somehow 
as a, a as a as a massive fan of hip hop and a massive fan of punk and a massive fan of like like jazz metal like funk fusion whatever like they somehow managed to just remain credible in what they were doing it's it they just they just didn't kind of you never you never think you never thought of like the Beastie Boys as a rap rock band even though they they came out with obviously like the first rap rock arguably the first rap rock records but um mm-hmm. it like you even listen like check your head and stuff like that 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 like that Amazing. kind of like melded melded genres without being like fusion you know it was like it was kind of like they, they did it credibly they did it in, in like a way that was that was organic and felt didn't feel jarring and yeah. felt like really and maybe yeah. it was because of the slight separation that they had as you say i think that might be a good point to put on it and sometimes you can't put a finger on why something seems less credible than you know something else that might be in a similar kind of bracket on paper do you know what i mean like sometimes things you know do seem i i in terms of in terms of where I stand now, I think it's more the conversation we've just had that's made me want to go and listen back because, uh, like, I I, I I put it on and hated it and wanted it off immediately. But like, but like the the the, the fact that there are some songs that I don't know and like uh, you know, uh, Team Filler, a uh, Team Team Killer are like like uh, you know made some good points in terms of like how like how, how passionate it's brought out passion in them and that they, they, they talked about musicianship and crazy kind of like time signatures and stuff like that which is always something i'm going to be really interested in whether i'll come out the other end liking it or not but i actually feel like you know i, I feel like i owe it to you now to at least have, have another go and maybe even listen to some of the later stuff and see where they went because um as i say at that time i was like you know I, like at that time i was into bands like you know, I was into poppy stuff, like I said, I was, I was into Save Today and things like that, but I was really into stuff like, you know, Farrakhet and things like that that were just nuts time signatures. And, and like, you know, I was really into Don Caballero and stuff like that. And and, uh, and I wouldn't have, I just wouldn't have given them the time at, at, the, at the time. And, um, and yeah, so I think this conversation has given me the impetus to maybe delve a bit more deeply into it and just kind of like maybe not be as... Like I say, because because I'm older now and I do listen to things that that I, w- I wouldn't have given a second back then. Um, I think maybe now I owe it to you to, to, to have a little listen and see 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 what it is that um, some of the tracks that I've literally never heard of. I'll go and spend a bit more time with. Yeah, there's stuff I I wasn't aware of on it, Liam. Just I just hadn't listened to it. Right, we're gonna have a, yeah. a quick another song now. Um, I think we need a killer one. Alan, what have you gone for? Uh, I'd pick Rhythms. That's a, that's usually been my favorite song. It's like in between Fat Lip and, and Motivation. Um, and it's just like a great kind of straightforward, straightforward skate punk song. So I like that one a lot. Rhythms coming up just for you.
so unlike you still you stay the same but all the while you're counting on your day to come but nothing ever told you you would say that it's only for a day yesterday's a tweet tomorrow's on its way i'm falling faster all the time what if i would say simple words i can't relate what came easy is now too late and it was always standing right in front of me Cause I know what I want You just take me through the motions I know what I want And that's more than you can say All the time you thought we're saving Still ends up with memories fading After all that you wouldn't do It makes no sense, it's a rhythm that you go Uh, rhythms there, the the uh, filling of the hit sandwich, um, and some forty ones all killer no filler. Uh, I just asked um, the 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 filler boys there uh, if if they've um, learned anything or feel that they've got a different view now as we head towards the end. Uh, I guess Connor and Alan, uh, as as supporters uh, of of this record, it's not it's not perfect. What would you change about it? To make it more perfect, damn thing. <laughs> I like the idea of doing a little more expect experimentation, kind of um, what was mentioned before, like a little bit more. Why not another song with you know a little bit more homage to eighties metal, or a little more um, if you're gonna do hip hop on one song, why not doing it on? I mean, they did do it on another one. There's a song. I think it's on the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack because we're still in that time period where songs are on huh? soundtracks like that. They did a song with more hip hop. I don't know. I think it's, I don't remember what it's called. It might be called what we're all about or something like that, but there is more of that. Um, so maybe for fun, throw a little bit more of that on there. Why not? Is and that also, the one when they're in like a shop at the beginning and they're doing it like, they the did, yeah, the adult, and that was very Beastie Boys. I remember that one. It yeah. was very much in the style yeah, of the old Beastie like, Boys. They're oh, like, no. a, well, Americans because they're a liquor store and they're like just sort of just rapping in front of this guy. But I think that rap was yeah. off and off the old, the old EP, wasn't it? Yeah. It might have been. Yeah, that's right. There is the song called Dave's Possessed Hair, which is half minute of skate punk song. And it goes into the nevertheless, I'm addressed for the occasion. But then. <laughs> Uncanny. <laughs> Could have been in the band. I just want Canadian. But then- I'm and it was, I didn't wear a kilt. <laughs> and it was like a fucking whole three-minute song, so they did more verses. Kerry King is on it from Slayer, just busting out a solo in the middle for no fucking reason. Well, the Beastie Boys had them, didn't they? So the Beastie yeah, Boys had them. There you so. go. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're getting into, again, the, the realms of plagiarism here. Oh, my God. 
so fucking high as well. I didn't make that fucking connection. <laughs> <laughs> and what's it called? It's that um, Rick Rubin, probably. He's probably somewhere in there. with both. I'll get Kerry King for you again, don't you worry yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That, you mentioned about the Is Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. Uh, you mentioned about the again? Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. I've got a concern that uh, Nickelback was on that. And do you think it, perhaps oh. that's where... Uh, Chad caught uh, Avril's eye on yeah, the red yeah. carpet. Oh my god! Yeah. Little little studio magic, little uh, little love blooming in the studio. I don't know. I don't know. So that pot noodle on his head was just like, I want a piece of that. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man brings everybody together like that. Yeah. <laughs> Nickelback were on the original Spider Man soundtrack. Some forty one were on Spider Man two. Oh, even that, that. There's a hero to save us. That one. Oh, I which is basically just. Song. It's who that? It's essentially oh, just Kiss from a Rose. That song. Who yeah. was the Terrible, man's meatloaf that was the other stinger? Oh. The, the other guy. Who was he? I don't know. Yeah. Back though, didn't you? Nickelback feet. Poor man's meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freddie Kroger and meatloaf too. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> Not loaf. No. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Bother not loves. That's all the guy. Okay, so there's a, I want to talk about the production a bit because oh. uh, it's it's quite a new realm for me. Because when I was just wanted to drink and get fucked up and chuck people about in the mosh pit, I wasn't really paying attention. But now um, I think they've broke the cardinal rule on this by having the vocals really loud, particularly on motivation. That's something I would change about that song. The vocals are really, really, really high in the mix. And he ain't a great singer as in sort of like, you know, the classic way. So I just, I don't know why they've. I think it's a, I I think it's a really horrible sound as well. Like it's got that, um, clicky kind of uh clicky bass drum uh fizzy rack guitar sounds kind of like it sounds to me like kind of like early digital and and the, the drums it probably was been, though weren't it yeah and the drums are kind of propped up by maybe some triggered samples and things like that and i don't know whether that's the case or not but it sounds like that to me it's very um it's it's very uh i don't know it, it, it's got it, it, it it's a bit lifeless for me if, like you know in my opinion it's a bit kind of a you know, a bit flat, really, a bit, a bit kind of like, I don't know, of that time. It's very of that time. They love the panning of anything and everything on there. <laughs> like, I feel like I felt like I was under attack when I was walking the dog. Listen, it's all coming coming at me from all sides. I didn't know what was going on. Um, did they just appear out of nowhere, or were they yeah. on the scene before? For England, uh, I'm saying they came out of nowhere. I don't know. What it's yeah, like I think they did for us. Alan, they had an EP before um, All Killing, I feel. There were no English. singles for that on Kerrang TV, were there? No. You know, it was straight no. up a fat lip straight in. Just going back to um, what you said about the production, I'm surprised at those comments because the producer on that was none other than Mr. Jerry Finn. Yeah. Wow. The same. Wasn't it? Mm. But maybe like Liam said, though, this is like early digitally stuff. Is this a case of that? You know, this one is fairly unknown band. We think we can, you know, get away with it in the sound, try a few things or, or whatever, or who was paying for it? You know, I mean, I know that obviously it's the first one on a bigger label, but it could have been, yeah, we'll pay this much, but we don't want to pay too much. We'll get him in, but I don't know. Is is that part of it as well? That for you guys that have heard the later ones, a lot of my friends at the time really liked, is it, does this look infected in Chuck that came after? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the production much better on those? Is it just like, you just happened to get this, 
you know, this perfect storm, you know, for the kids, as you say, at the time um, to release that, that then, right, yeah, that worked. Yeah, give them the money. Do, you know, mic it up properly, record it. I don't know. Is... Well, I, I don't think there was like a deficit in, in, in its kind of like sound. I think it's very, very polished. And that that's the thing. Like, I think sometimes you can, it's like the way that like Linkin Park almost sound like the Michael Bay of, of production and things like that. It was that era of like, you know, um, everything being really, uh, just a, a bit too crisp, a bit too kind of um, don't know. Yeah, just not enough, not enough warmth essentially. So it's not, it's not like that's what I was like going to say. It's not very warm, is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. I mean, sorry, I don't do much production either myself, but like, not necessarily that it was bad, but because it was all new and they hadn't really made the mistakes yet, and thought actually mm. it could have been a bit more. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Lessons hmm. to be learned, you know. But, yeah, it's it's surprising. That because Finn did a lot of the big albums for that era because I think some forty one this particular record was unfortunate in that it came out at the same time as Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, Bleed American, um, from here to Infirmary. So it was kind of saturated by that point. And I think Jerry yeah. Finn had a hand in ninety percent of those albums as well. He also did a bit of work. He did for... Anima of the State, I think, as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, he did a couple of Green Day ones, I think. I think. Um, I think. Uh, Bleed America was done by the fella from Drive Like Jehu. Yes, uh, yeah, and that's yeah, that's got a bit of it. Again, though, like as much as uh, Drive Like Jehu, one of my favourite bands, but neither here nor there. But and I really do like that Jimmy World album. But again, some of that feels a bit cold to me. Even though I love the pop songs, I think I think that era, just whatever they were using at that time, ha- has a very distinct sound. And sometimes it came across a bit kind of um, I don't know, a bit a bit middly. I'm going to go as far to say those albums probably defined that whole era because, like you mentioned before, you had the whole American Pie 2, which is pretty much, the soundtrack to that is pretty much pop-punk, wall-to-wall. Yeah. yeah. And Lit. Yes. Lit. <laughs> lit was a bit yeah. earlier, though. I think that was 98, 99. Yeah. Well, I know they if had not that, earlier than that. Yeah. Well, they were on that, <laughs> that Attack on Titan or whatever it was, that cartoon. I remember they had like that cartoony video to um no, that over film that bombed. It bombed, didn't yeah. It? yeah. It was supposed to be yeah, like the new yeah. Star Wars kind of thing, but it was uh, <laughs> yeah. Well that'll take get lit for the soundtrack, you know. <laughs> Shawfire winner. Yeah. Yeah, These exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. We are approaching the end of our time uh together. I'm I'm yeah, I'm still ambivalent i'm open to listening to it um and i think i'm gonna be the ultimate fence sitting bastard and bang my cheap wilco tech hammer and say i'm pulling it a draw uh well, niall's got a proper claw hammer there outdoing me uh again i'm gonna call it a draw uh I, I think some people didn't even view them as a a punk band i think we had mike herb on the Facebook group saying, why is everyone getting so stressed out about a boy band? I don't think they were a boy band. They were a proper, but <laughs> if no, they I were suppose. a boy band, they wouldn't have been that ugly, would they? Let's be but honest. I think, I, do, I, do, I can see where people are coming from with that though. But at the same time, what I will say is, I think Team Killer win because because they've got something amazing that they really love. And I think that's amazing. And and so they they win. Like, it's you know it's it's uh it it's if 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 we're ambivalent or if we're a bit kind of like not really bothered either way, then we've got other stuff that that, that means like that same thing to us. But if Team Killer are uh, you know totally into that record and speak passionately about it, they're the winners. They're absolutely the winners. 
Oh, I think it's a bit of a. It's a, like <laughs> they win because they love it, but training standards would have an issue with the definition of popular or filler. So I think they'd like a sticker on it, and we'd have the we'd have the we'd win. They'd win the battle. We'd win the war. Is that what they say? You know, ultimately say sorry. You cannot call that all filler no more. You'd still but get your money back on false on false advertising claims, right? <laughs> but I'm glad you guys really like it. You know, I, 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 and like Liam says, in fairness, that is all that matters. And I didn't want to say this at the start of the thing because you, know, you don't want to sort of get off on their own foot. But I don't hear, and I don't dislike or anything like that. Just at the time, like I say, I had an issue with the title. It's not all killer, but yeah. Well, like, I I think Mickey's a fax man. Oh, oh, maybe yeah. they, maybe they can change the, it. Maybe it's not too late to change the name of the album to Pretty Good. <laughs> no, 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 that, no. Just leave it. Both hey, average. Yeah. We haven't got an album. We've got an EP. We'll just call it Some Killer. Some Killer. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and I think I think to play us out, it's 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 fallen perfectly. It's got to be Fat Lip, hasn't it? Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Connor, do the rap. Well, let's do the raps. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, do yeah. the rap, Connor. Yeah. Now here's a situation Need the beat Move your feet And don't change the station Pack it back So we're leaving On a permanent vacation Well I'm a disaster A microphone master Put on your tape And rock you Get the bass Not about the money Mike said was a talk About swimming All the bitches In the bike shorts I'm hot chocolate And I'm not going to Do the rest I'm out of breath <laughs> <laughs> Do it again